Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Episode 111 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with the full In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? Uh, I mean, I'm not throwing up the splash pads, but I almost threw up at the gym the other day. My cardio is horrible right now. <laughs> Motherfucker. Find <laughs> <laughs> Kali uh, at your local gym, puking in the corner. In the summer, it's I, I did not puke. I, I held it in. I was like, I just, I'll probably just go home. <laughs> I've I've hit too many dabs this winter time. I need to start doing some cardio, I guess. This guy just went hard, man. Just like he wanted to get back to where he was when he left off. (laughs) Baby steps, man. Baby steps. Yes. Baby steps. I need to laugh. What's up, y'all? I haven't bought any sneakers yet this year. You liar, you in my Jay Z voice. Four days. He's he's lasted four <laughs> days, guys. And Rich, how's it going? What's good? Welcome to episode 111. It's just going to be us today. I think we're going to do a little bit of a roundtable talk. And Rich has has done something new that he's never done before. So he's going to talk about that. Yep, yep. <laughs> I learned a new skill. <laughs> You're all going to be intrigued by this one. Get ready. Be very interesting. <laughs> Let's start with our weekly wears and pickups. So, Kev, why don't you begin? Yeah, sure. Okay, so not much for me. So, I'm like Juan. I didn't pick anything up, but in terms of my wares, I was at Blue Mountain, you know, for New Year. So, didn't bring any sneakers with me, actually. So, I rocked my boots, my winter boots. Uh, sneaker but, boots? Uh, no, no sneaker <laughs> boots. I don't do sneaker boots. No Roshi I, boots, Kev? No, no, no more, man. Uh, I'm, I'm done Mountain doing the splits. <laughs> Only real boots for me now. North Face boots I got. But uh, while I was in the chalet, I basically lived my North Face Thermoball mules. I also brought with me my Yeezy slides too. But yeah, those Thermoball mules, just you know, they were basically attached to my foot. But when I did come back the last couple of days, I did rock something. So white cement fours. And then today, of course, with all the rain, you know me, rock those uh, Air Max 1 that towel pair. So that was pretty much it for me. Again, like I said, I'm like Juan. Haven't copped anything yet. I think I'm going to try to start off the year like I did last year with no cop January. I wasn't successful. I think I broke down like the last couple days or something like that. But I think I'll try to give it a go again. There isn't anything that I really, really want. There is, hasn't been anything that I've seen lately, just like, you know, on eBay or whatever. So I pretty much got a lot of everything that I wanted last year. So I'll try for the no cop January, see how it goes. And then, uh, yeah, maybe wait for that white cement three. Oh, dope. I might have to join you, Kev. Actually, I'm lying. I can't do January. I'll be next up for the treasure hunt. So I think I'm going to go with a no cop February. Wait. Picks the shortest month. Short, no, he, picks, <laughs> yeah, he picks the shortest month. And isn't that the month that the threes come out? No, it's March. March of the okay. threes. All right. I was going to say, you picked the month that the threes are coming out. Come on now, Rich. I would have did January, but I have my, my treasure hunt coming up, so I have to bow off for January, but I'm going to do February. Gonna I'm going to be, be very good this year. 
I'm focused. I'm gonna have a couple months. Don't hold me to it, but I'm gonna try a couple months to to, to not cop anything, man. So January something go. pops up and you're... January fourth, twenty twenty three. Rich said that he's gonna try and be good this month or this yeah, year. Yeah, this it's year. On the record. I am. It's on the it's record. On. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very intentional. I'm really gonna challenge myself this year, man. To be honest with you, last year I went crazy. So this year I'm gonna be try to be very good with it. But yeah, I'm gonna do February, and I'm gonna try to get a couple more months this year in without any cops. So pray for me, people. <laughs> We're going to need to, because, I mean, damn, you've been holding up this wares and pickup section for the whole podcast. I know, man. Yeah. I'm going to try to chill this year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good week, Kev. Collie, what about you? Uh, for wares, I haven't really left the house much. I've been trying to slide into the year by only going to the gym and being not a lot of work. And, you know, school starts next week, just taking it easy, nice and slow. As for pickups, you know, I'm going to pump the brakes this year. I got to slow down. I bought way too many shoes last year. Yeah, Colin's wife is going to kill him. Remember when we started this pod and Colin's like, nah, you know, I'm not going to cop anything. I got to go back. Colin's been going ham. We've been a bad influence, Colin. I was about to say. I apologize on the behalf of all of us. I can be selective. And like for this year, I'm not excited about anything except really um, I want to see how the, some SBs turn out. Like those SB4s, they have the white and green coming out. I, I hope the pictures look good. But for some reason in my mind, I just keep getting, you know, those big puffy slippers that are like Jordan 4s. They have like on like Kijiji, all those like knockoff sites. You might see them on uh, Instagram. I just keep thinking they're going to look like that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like those yeah, like big puffy yeah, those big like, yeah, like the and they just have a yeah. screen print of a Jordan Four. I just keep thinking that SB is gonna look like that because of the tongue <laughs> and the padding. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to see how those turn out. Other than that, I think I'm pretty good. There's nothing that is jumping up on that's coming out this year that's exciting me. Mm-hmm. And we we starting off light in here. We starting off light in here. I'm liking it though. I think so. I mean, I mean, there are going to be some Supreme SBs. Those those might look pretty good, but those are probably going to be pricey. Playoff age do come out near the end of the year. I, I might need another pair of those because my pair in China is pretty cooked. But we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to try to take it light, until, at least until my tax return comes. But, you know, yeah, that's it. So, oh, nice. hold up, man. Nah, nah, hold up. Seen you in some fucking Yeezys. What are you talking about? Bro, we did a whole episode, last episode on those. No, I know that, but you wore them. Is what I'm saying I for your them. wares. Oh yeah, the wares. Yeah, sorry, I wore them. Like, the are you day. are you smoking already, man? I can't remember all my wares. I, I barely even left the house. I, I that's the one time I went out for like ten minutes the other day. I wore the Yeezy 350 Turtle Doves. Yeah, they look tough. I'm not gonna lie. That's one of them pairs I can admire on other people. Already after one wear, they look dirtier than when I bought them. So like by pre-owned, it, it works. But what um, day did you wear them? Yesterday or the day before? The day I posted oh. them. The day I wore them. Yeah, we got rain though for like the last like two, three days. It was so. a little drier that day. It wasn't that bad. Okay. It was still kind of more today it really rained though. Today it rained yeah. the most here than anywhere else. Um yeah. and then that beat up pair that I bought should arrive tomorrow or the day after. So you guys let's go hear about that and see that or whatever on the next podcast. So dope, dope. Good wares. Juan, what about you? I had some pickups before the year ended, so I could mention those. Yeah, let's... I want to hear about it. I ended up winning on sneakers, you know, those black Travis Scott ones, those phantoms. You know, got lucky. Yes, got very lucky. I know. And Kali's always making fun of me. Literally right before the year ended, I, there was a store that had a pair of the uh, Nike SB Unluckies. So I went to get mm. them. Good price. Great condition. 
you know, with, with sneakers like that, all of those, it's always like wear at your risk, at your own risk. But I have a lot of old SBs. I still wear them. They're 10, 11 years old. Still run around in them. But when I saw the unlucky, I was like, whoa, this is a great condition. I'll pick it up. So I did. So I actually did have some pickups before the year ended. Wears since that white cement Jordan one's coming out, I wore the other one again. The was I don't know what they call, it, but it's like a black cement. I don't know what the official name for it is, but I always wear them. They came out in I want to say 2016. I wore them. I got a lot of like compliments because I've been flying, and they're like, "Hey!" And then there was they mentioned that that pair that's coming out. I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but I like this one better just because of the colors blocking and stuff." Trev and for a 23 threes, you know, consistently again. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. The community garden, like, I don't know. I like wearing them all the time. I wear it pretty frequently. And yeah, that's that's my week. Oh, dope. Those dunks, tough. Oh, Seen the that. unlucky? Yeah. yeah. Those, those, those are tough. Yeah, man. Good pickups for sure. You and Juan maybe want to cop those. I actually started looking at those infrared 23 fucking threes, bro. <laughs> I keep hearing about those shits. I'm like, yo, I need a pair to just leave at the door and just run into the ground, man. And the oxidation on the toe box now? Yeah, it probably looks tough, right? Nice. Yeah. It's very like it's a it's a very nice aged look on the shoe. I'm getting leery though, because they're getting old. So that's my only thing. I put those on like a couple times a week, so I'm I'm not super concerned. Yeah, you're actually, good. and you know what? The paint on them has actually been pretty good, I must say. Like Yeah, that was the year when they actually did it properly. Not like yeah. twenty twelve where everything just peeled the fuck off. Yeah, no, it's it's not like that. Yeah. Nice Red one. Team. Good week. I am going to be so short here. It's not even funny. I don't think I've ever had this short of a wears and pickups. I've been at my sister's for the last week. Today's supposed to be the last thing. They're supposed to go home tomorrow. So I have only worn my infrared 23 threes for the last seven days. If wow. I've worn shoes at all. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you're not even in your house, right? So you don't have access to your other your other pairs? I only brought one pair with me. There you go. I'm going to laugh if Trev goes home goes out to the grocery store and then gets COVID. <laughs> Why would you laugh at that? Only, only college. There's nothing he funny about that. His, he stayed at his sister's for a whole week trying to avoid it. And then he goes home and he just ends up getting it from someone else instead. Like, it's, wood, it's, Trev. it's like satire. It's comical. Jeez. <laughs> only call, only okay. I'll probably end up getting it out the science center on uh, Friday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's throw that karma that way. Reverse it. <laughs> Boomerang that shit over there. Oh man, that's crazy. Seven days though. I love to hear it, man. Yeah. We need to get back to that. You know, you're wearing one pair for a fucking week. It's been different. I'm not gonna lie. It's been different to not have to think about at all what I was wearing. Like Oh yeah, I'm gonna go with these. Yeah, like it's all I had. We went to some of my parents' friends' house for New Year's, my sister and her fiance and us, and we so we drove out there and I literally didn't have to think about my shoes. I was like, Well, it's all I got, so it's probably not gonna it don't match, it don't, don't matter. Don't match, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good oh, pair. It matches with it. It is. It is. Yeah, it's, it, it's, of, yeah. it's, it's not a huge thing, but you know where you're like, you're getting ready and you're like, all right, I'm going to wear this outfit and mm-hmm. then I'm going to wear these shoes to go yeah, there. Of course. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, no, Infrared 23. Yeah, you don't have that, don't have that option. <laughs> you really had shirts to wear. So I was like, well, this is what we're going with. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Like for the last three weeks, that's kind of the way that I felt too because I was in the Dominican. I only brought a couple pairs with me and Jordan 3s were one of them that I brought, the white cement 3s. So, I mean, like, pretty much every evening when I went out or whatever, like, that's what I wore. And I didn't have any other options. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going to wear my Jordan 3s. And I yeah. just kind of, and same thing with like uh, when I was a Blue Mountain. I just, you know, we didn't do anything. We we're just kicking into the chalet all day. So it's like, 
just gonna wear my thermoballs thermo but like you know it was kind of nice though not to have to like go into my sneak i mean and you know this kind of like sneaker head problems or whatever you want to call it but you go in and it takes me like fucking 30 minutes to pick which sneaker that i want Yo, Whereas now, for the last three weeks it was just like i throw in what i got and it you know it was kind of nice actually it kind of was almost like a mental break from all that stress from like hmm should i wear this oh what's the weather like oh you know like yeah that type of shit. Ken's wearing a Wu-Tang shirt right now. It's Wednesday, so Wednesdays. But, yeah. like, you know, if he's thinking about getting something, he's like, oh, what am I going to wear? He's like, oh, I'm going to wear the, uh, what are they called? The, the pollen dunks or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, like, yeah. Am I going to wear those or am I going to get, like, something with a little bit of yellow in it? Am I going to bring sure, cool grays exactly. out? Like, where now he's just like, well, only at Whitesman 3, so got to <laughs> wear those. Yeah. It's facts, man. A lot of stress off your head, yo. Even like when you travel too, when I had to go back to the States in May, same thing, right? Like that was the hardest part because I'm like, yo, I don't have access to my shoes. So it was like, whatever I bring, it needs to go with multiple outfits. Yes. Like, so, exactly. all right, bread forest, you know, easy. Like I wear that shit with anything. You know what I mean? So I love that, man. Cause yo, there's times I'll be laying in my bed until I fall asleep. Just like, ah, oh, fuck, what am I going to wear tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with this outfit. Yeah. I did that shit last night, bro. Like I was up yeah. fucking probably hour or two. Just like, what am I gonna wear? I sit in my, I, I sit up my, my shoes are in my closet. So I'm sitting on my bed in the morning. My wife is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm just trying to figure out what shoes I'm gonna wear today." She's like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> just just pick a fucking shoe." Yeah, I'm like, "It doesn't work like that, man." Yeah, you have to be I'd in the be, mood for it. I'll be sitting there before like I go out, and I'll just be sitting there looking at my shoes, stroking my beard, like, yep. "What am I gonna do tonight?" Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, that's man. It. I, I do have a pickup. It's being shipped. It's not here yet. I did have a non-sneaker related pickup that's arrived at my house, but I don't have it yet. And I'm pretty sure my girlfriend got me something that I'll talk about on the next episode. But for okay. today, all, all I have is that, that, <laughs> oh. that, that wasn't the pickup. That for sure wasn't the pickup. <laughs> oh, Kali's all over the place today. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn, Kali, you're on a roll, yeah. man. He's wishing Kof Trev gets COVID. He's wishing Trev to be a dad <laughs> unexpectedly. Uh, that is <laughs> oh, man. But that's my week. For that one. And I know Rich has some stuff to talk about. I do, man. I always got shit to talk about, man. For wares, it's hard because I'm not posting on IG like I used to. I just, the desire is just slowly fading. But I wore Panda Dunks. That's my at the door pair, it's a Panda Dunks. Oh, I wore one of my pickups, that Chicago 2. I wore that on Tuesday. And then the Jordan 1 lost and found. And that's another pair, like I said, for me, just getting quite some burn. I got a question in the pod for you guys. Like, actually, fuck. I'll ask it now, I guess. I mean, lost and found one, Chicago ones. Want to get y'all take white laces, black laces. Which ones? So I, I changed them to the white laces. And then I actually put on, like, a sail lace on it instead. Because I didn't like the look of the white. It was too white, too too clean. It was too clean. You know what? And I wanted to do black because that's kind of like how Jordan wore them too. Yes. But I was never a fan of like the black laces. I mean, like it's already got too much white on it for me as it is. So the black kind of makes it look, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say clash because it's not clashing, but it, Panda. it's too. It, it does a little bit. It does. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it kind of, I don't want to use Because the, the tongue is the, white. Because the tongue exactly. is white. Exactly. So it looks, it looks, a white level shoe yeah, of another it, color. It's just too much. It yes. looks a little weird. You know what it reminds me of? And not as bad, though. The Amama Year One. I prefer the Amama Year One with the white laces as opposed to the burgundy. Because I feel like the me burgundy, too. Cla- too. it clashes with the shoe. Because, like, the tongue That's is exactly white. exactly the way you know that I, I feel. Mean? Like, yep. I, I don't like the way it looks. I've been wearing the That's black. exactly the way that I feel. 
that's like yeah that, that'd be my example i almost like i'm wearing the black by default just because that's how mj wore it so it's almost like mm. that's what i remember seeing but i see people all the time with the white and i'm just like man i'm like yo i gotta swap these black ones out man i'm like i'm gonna have yeah. to go with the white laces it just looks a lot it's a totally different look so just wanted to get y'all take on it because most of the people i've seen like on ig they're rocking the white laces but i'm with you kev i'm gonna go i have like kind of salute to the homie denim hearts there was a shoe I copped off him a while ago, but anyhow, he did the laces kind of like sale, like on his own. Mm-hmm. He's always doing shit like that. So yeah. I think I'm going to throw those laces in there just because it looks a little bit cleaner with it. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely had to switch those out. And 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 you're right. Like the funny thing too, is that I wear the Chicago SB lows with the black laces. So <laughs> isn't that funny? So, but it's the SB laces that go with, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. Just want to get y'all take on it. Yeah. Cause I just, I've, I've seen a, a lot of people with the white laces. So that's why I ask. I'm kind of like I'm the light, the white looks clean because like I said the black it kind of clashes because the tongue is white. I mean the only thing black on it is the wings logo and the the night check right. So yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna make that transition, but I'm gonna go with cell laces. Um, I got a pair, so I'm gonna go with that. So yeah, lost and found ones I've been wearing. In terms of pickup, I spoke about this in the last pod. You know, with the fingers crossed for the Chicago two, and yeah, I was able to scoop them, man. So definitely excited about that pickup. They did a good job on them. I got to do some photos, the comparison to the 2004 pair, just so people can, I know, I think, I don't know if Scholar just did one yet, but you know me, I'm just going to do kind of like a quick shot just so people can kind of see the difference. But salute to the homie Mike Williams, man. I had no intentions of going to the mall. Then he hit me up. I don't even know if it was the night before or early that morning. He's like, yo, are you going to go to the mall? And I'm like, yeah, I was going to pop in just to kind of see like whatever so he's like you know what time you going i'm like i don't know like nine ish i'm like what time is the mall open he's like 9 30 i'm like all right bet i'm like if you get there before me we can link up he got there i think 8 45 i pulled up at nine he calls me he's like full locker has three guys jd sports has one i was like all right go to jd it's only one guy there so <laughs> we're good so yeah we ended up hitting it up the mall didn't open till 10 by that time lines kind of picked up full locker had a lot of people actually that were waiting there and I wasn't sure. We weren't sure on the stock, but I mean, our place in line, like we're like, for sure, we're good. We're getting our pairs. I wore my 2004 pair. And then the girl who's like opening the gate, she's like, you got them already? And I'm just like, no. She's like, you already got them? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, these are from 2004. So yeah, maybe I did get them a little early, but yeah, I, I wore them. So it was cool because I got a lot of people that were kind of like, oh, you, know, you got on the, the old joints. I'm like, yeah, man. So I'm like, Trev, you know, it's, it's nice when you get these pickups, you kind of wear the, the older retros or like, you know, Jordan 1 or whatever it is that's releasing. So it was nice. It was a good feeling, though, just to be able to go to the store and pick it up. And yeah, Foot Locker had pairs. Foot Locker had a lot of stock. JD Sports, not so much. Mm-hmm. I got from JD Sports. Salute to the homie JB. I was able to secure him a pair. Salute and this to is James Lime Ridge, B. Will. Right? This, this is Lime Ridge. Ridge yeah, Lime Ridge Mall. Yeah. Salute to um, James B. Will. I was able to grab him a pair. And then Mike actually helped out one of the guys from uh, the Hamilton Sneaker Group, I believe. I was able to get him a pair. So, yeah, everybody ate, man. So it's always good just to kind of see people were able to get those pairs. Ran into an older couple, too, which was funny. Uh, older white gentleman and his wife, I believe. And once again, they look at the shoes like, oh, you know, you got the got the twos on already and i'm like yeah you know it's 2004 retro and the guy he actually has his original pair from 87 so he was actually Whoa. copying his yeah he was actually you know a light little flex um yeah, damn. so he was actually copping his pair for his lady so i thought that was dope 
there. But yeah, drop was good, seamless. Everybody was able to get, and I'm glad I was able to help a few of the fellas out. Uh, yeah, salute to Mike, man. You know, got to chop it up, and he took his shit straight to feet, man. Motherfucker left the mall, took a shot, posted it. I was like, damn, <laughs> beat me to it. Shit. <laughs> it was ill. It was nice just to kind of get out and, you know, that feeling. Because like I said, for so long, we've I've avoided lines or lining up in general. So it was nice to be able to go out. I didn't have to go out super early. And there is pairs. Fingers crossed. White Cement 3 is the same deal. I doubt it. But wishful thinking. But anyhow, yeah. Chicago 2s, man. And salute to the homie Scholar. 10 pairs. Wowzers. Crazy, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) He went in, man. Love the shoe, love the shoe, love the shoe, man. He went in, man. So shit, you know. Salute to him. Like I said, he's really championed that pair. So I'm just glad that it's getting the recognition. Seen a lot of people who weren't necessarily Jordan two lovers. I embrace it in a sense because I like to see people stepping outside of their comfort zone, you know, with pairs. And I mean, the Jordan two is it's it's another. I can say iconic because I mean it was very bland at for the time, but I think now to see that it's getting it's it's just due, it's it's nice. You know, because I got I, I see a lot of people like, you know, I don't really not really a fan of you know the Jordan 2, but like with the Chicago, it's kind of almost a period they just like to have in the collection just because of what it is. So definitely nice. They did a great job on them. And yeah, glad to have a pair, man. So I broke those out, like I said, on on Tuesday. So yesterday. So nice to add them. Now I can retire that old four pair. Yeah, yeah, that tab, that tab is cracking on me, man. Throw right in the case, and you're good to go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna put them in the display now. I don't think I missed it, but I know you, you said you hadn't done the picture yet. How's it look in comparison to the old four? Like just kind of eyeballing it. Um, not too different, other than like kind of the line on the midsole, like with the this retro, it's like closer to the OG where it's just white. I'm on the old four pair. It's like it has that black and like kind of red line that goes along the side of the shoe. Yeah, not much. I find the the collar is a bit thicker, more padding almost, but I haven't really sat them side by side. So just eyeballing it, obviously it looks like a different shoe, but they did a good job on it. The booklet, the little hang tag that came with it. I seen this story from Scarlett on Soul Savvy, how buddy of his is the one who provided the booklet. I think he like scanned like his original booklet in that hang tag. So I thought that was neat that everyone's pair that's that dude's actual shit so i thought that was dope packaging the box box was nice yeah they did a really good job with it i'm not gonna front and quality too like not a lot of issues with it that i've seen some of the it's funny because the pairs from jd sports compared to Foot Locker was a little bit different in terms of like there was a little some pre-creasing i seen on the the pairs from jd sports as opposed to Foot Locker, which i thought was a bit weird because <laughs> i'm like they're brand new but quality control issues, there wasn't much, especially for a pair that was like a GR like that, like what they did. So I think they did a decent job for sure on them. But glad to have them. Yeah, and glad, glad to were... see everybody's hitting. So yeah. it's nice. Yeah, I mean, like, and I mean, it was easy for you to pick them up too, right? Like you didn't have to, and how nice was it to walk into a mall and kind of to what I had with the Lost and Founds, right? How, how nice was it for you to just go to a mall, no raffle, no nothing, and just be like, all right, where do we want to line up? Like, where has the smallest line? Yeah, which is like amazing, man. Like I said, I'm praying those Waste of Man 3 calves. Praying. <laughs> That's the same. I don't think it will be, but fuck. It might be similar to, it, I, I don't know, I expect it to maybe be similar to Lost and Founds where the raffles. they'll have pairs, they'll have pairs, they'll do raffles, and I'm sure people will hit. But uh, again, like you said, the demand is going to be so high. And like, you know, I'm even kind of like, 
do I actually need it? I have the 88s. I love my, I wore my 88s like pretty much all week when I was in, when I was on vacation. Do I need the retro pair or the, the reimagined pair? Maybe not, but I'm excited to see what they look like at hand and then make that decision. But yeah, like you said, I hope it's readily available. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. I would say personally, Kev, I think it'd be a pair you should pick up. And only because those eight, I mean, depending on what you want to do with the 88s, right? They are 2013, you know, 10 years. I mean, we got Kanoski, so it's not to say you can't soul swap those if you really love the shoe. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, I, I would get them. So, yeah. So it's they're up there in price, bro. The, the one, 88s. Those, I was, oh, yeah. 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 Back when they released, I was able to get those for retail. And also, my wife has a pair too. So she's got a pair oh, of dope. size. Plus, yeah, like you said, they're they're getting older. They're probably gonna separate or whatever eventually. So yeah, it might be one of those cop now. Think later. Think later, man. Think <laughs> later. Because even if you get them right, and let's say you get rid of them, right? You have them, you can make that decision, like whether yeah. you keep them or not. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. I'm gonna be a bad influence and say no, Kev. You need them. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the only. That might be the only sneaker that I'm that is on my list right now. So agreed. But we'll see. I'm kind of in the same boat. Cop now, think later with that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm on the fence too about it, right? Do I need it? I don't need a beater pair at the door. I had like I'm kind of just like, well, you know what? Let me let me see if I if I hit and if I hit, then I'll make the decision after that. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, man. Good so week, that's Rich. pretty much yeah. it. Really good yes, week. Sir. So Rich has a story that he wants to tell you. So last week you would have heard, or if you haven't heard, go back and listen. We had our treasure hunt episode. Colleen and I had our treasure hunts. And Rich was inspired. So he wants to tell you about what he was inspired with. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, um, yeah, you know, we've been doing these treasure hunt segments. So, you know, we've we've talked about, you know, posting pairs. I've done them before on other platforms. So once again, even with me, like I said, purchasing shoes on eBay was always something. It's been something new. It's been good because I've kind of familiarized myself with the, you know, the platform and, you know, some, you know, tips and tricks. I've kind of took some L's, you know, like put an offer on a pair and then I'm like, fuck, now I got to buy this pair just to find out I don't have to buy the pair. So it's kind of like <laughs> like living and learning. So, yeah, I ended up, you know, diving into a, another end of the pool, man. And I ended up posting some pairs officially on there. And to say the least, it's it was it was eventful talking to some for of the sale, guys before. like for sale. Yeah, for sale, like to sell some pairs on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's felt like I should get my feet wet in that regard, you know. Got some pairs I want to get off. So what better way to get rid of the pair than to be on eBay? So I figured, you know what? Let's try something new. Just, I, I don't know. Like I said, I've, I've done it on other platforms. And it was kind of cool to kind of compare the two. You know, I was talking with Kali before, and he was kind of giving me some tips and tricks too. So the cool thing about it is when I listed the pairs, I listed a pair of Bread Forest 2012 and a Black Cement 3 2011. The cool thing is you can actually preload the description. So if you type in, they have like a search bar. So if you type in like what you're looking to do. So like when I put in for the bread four, I think I typed in like Jordan 4 2011 size 10. So when I plug that in, it will show me other like, you know, sellers that I would say sellers, but it will show me like a preloaded description, I guess, of people that are selling that same particular shoe. So I can kind of take that description and preload it. Which is crazy because like Kijiji, like fuck, I had to write that shit out myself. So I'm like, yo, bread for size 10, nine out of 10 condition, 
OG box, all of that. Like with this, I didn't have to do any of it. So I just literally type it in the search bar. It preloads it for me. I could still write a spiel though, which was cool because I could still write a description like for the shoe. So like just out of habits, I still wrote like kind of a little blurb. You know, there were some kind of flaws with the shoe. So especially because, you know, it's getting authenticated. You want to make sure you're as detailed as can be. So I just made sure that I kind of wrote those pieces in the description to say like, you know, what I thought the condition was. Mm -hmm. I wrote what the flaws were that came with the OG box. And then for my pictures, that aspect of it too was cool because you could take your pictures. So, and I did all this from my phone. I didn't even do it from a desktop. I did it from the app. So I was able to take pictures of the shoes. You know, I took some really detailed pictures and it had a cool option where you can kind of block out the background. So it kind of gives you just, because some of the guys, when they would do like some of the the ad like not the ads but like the listings, the listings i'm like yeah. how the yeah i'm like how the fuck did they get to this like white background i was like yeah what the fuck right so like it looks so professional and shit and here i am like not to say mediocre pictures but i'm kind of comparing my shit to theirs and i'm just like yeah. how the fuck did they get that <laughs> to find out when you upload the pictures you have the option when you're putting it onto your listing you have the option of blurting out the background so i'm like fuck i'm like this is how they were doing it Still did it one way that was even more hard than you could have. When well, you talk to me, of, like th- this is part when, of you know learning, when so. you said you typed and you, a bunch of different selections came up. Yeah. Instead of going sell, you could have just went to search as if you were buying, and then mm. when you click on any of those listings right below the picture, it says sell it yourself. You click oh, that shit. and okay. then it loads everything. All you need to do is change the picture. That's it. It will have like the color, the year, everything loaded for you already. You're basically right, see, that's, just that's, talking that's, other person's stuff. So what you see, did, you still have to fill some out, but that's it was still it wasn't it wasn't much. It like, yeah, it wasn't much. It's to me, it was still easier. Like I said, then like a Kijiji per se, like where I'm filling out literally like the whole entire thing, starting um, from zero. Yeah, yeah, like pretty much like starting from zero. Like this kind of like preloaded everything. I mean, that's a neat little trick too. And and this is part of me, like like I said, like just playing around with it, like learning different ways. Because I'm gonna post more pairs too, so. I'm definitely going to try some other ways in terms of like what I'm posting, but like back to the picture, like I tried them without like kind of that, uh, that white background. I didn't like the way it looked because it, it kind of messed with the pictures, you know, some of the pictures. So I ended up just going with just like the, the ones that I snapped, you know, minus the background. And then you upload that, you put in like, you have uh, like your shipping, shipping information. The fields were kind of the same where you can kind of fill out your different segments and stuff, but I just found that it worked a lot easier. Like as I played around with it, obviously I was a little bit intimidated doing it because it's something new. So I'm just like, oh, am I doing this right? Another piece that I thought was neat was like the shipping cost. You can kind of have like a flat rate. So I I went with the flat rates. I don't know. I just fucking like spitballed it like, all right, like $30 shipping or whatever. So I think I did that from one of them. And, you know, just like I said, once again, playing around with it in terms of like, you know, what I wanted to do. You can set like the listing time. So like when you create, which I thought was cool is it saves it too. So like if I come back, it has my draft. So I can kind of pick up where I left off. I could set the time that I want the posting to go up, which I thought was dope because like I don't have to do it right away, right? I could set it for two, three hours from now or even the next day, yep. which I thought was neat. So I did those pieces. I got them posted. So once my posting went up, I can kind of see the views. So I've been kind of popping in just to see what the viewership is, if there's any interest. Like right now, the Jordan 4, I got 62 views, two watches. The Black Cement 3s, I got 23 views, one watch. What I thought was dope too is that I can kind of set like those offers, like just to kind of entice buyers. So the Jordan 4, I already like dropped it because I have it listed for like 220. 
US. And then I kind of send two days ago, I just threw out like kind of an offer. Like I dropped it down to like 200 yeah. or something like that, just to kind of, exactly. you know, entice. See, now, you can see, now you can see from the seller's perspective, exactly. like, when That's you're getting these notifications, right? You know, the guy's like, oh, okay. So I see some people are watching now. Maybe I'll throw it out. Like, I think just in the sneaker selling world when you go to when you go to sneaker shows or you go to like you know swap meets or whatever the case is you know you have a kind of price in mind but then you price it maybe like 10 or 20 bucks above that so it gives you some negotiating room and that's kind of like what this is too it's almost kind of like giving you the tools to negotiate you know if you see that somebody's interested without necessarily being face to face right so Hell yeah, like it's dope because like you said, like exactly what you said, Kev, I get like kind of a different perspective now, right? I'm looking now from the lens of a seller. So yeah. it's kind of cool seeing, you know, sometimes I'll have like, you know, my peers I'm watching and shit and I'll get like, oh, they offer like a 50% discount or they offer yeah. this. And it's like, now that I have my peers in the state, I'm like, okay, fuck, like I can shoot an offer to whatever, like, you know, all right, let me drop it by like 10 bucks, 20 bucks, just to right. kind of try to entice some people to, you know, pick the pair up and shit. So it's cool. Yeah. Like I've been watching it. And like I said, watching the views, seeing, you know, the traffic and stuff like that. And then just see what's going through. And then I'm just going to, like I said, just kind of throw out some offers and see what I get. I didn't do bids. You have the option of setting yeah, like, like it as a bid, like an auction. I didn't go that route. because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just try to just sell them and see if I can get an offer and all that jazz. So yeah. Um, I find that I auction could... is like one of those lost eBay things now, like back when, you know, we first started buying and selling on eBay that was like one of the only things that you could do. And people would set their auction, like the starting bid would pretty much be how much they wanted to sell it. The at, shoe, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the listings that gained a lot of traction were the ones that started off with a, you know, very, very low starting bid. And then, you know, eventually we get up to what the market was, but that was kind of like the starting of the whole, the market dictate, dictates the price with the auctions. But, you know, I, I think the buy it now price is fine. If you want to throw in the make an offer option, you can too. But just in terms of like posting it as well, I find like, you know, it's a lot different than posting on StockX. So, or, you know, any of those other aftermarket apps because they have everything preloaded for you and it's dead stock. Like, you know, for that one specifically, like it's dead stock, but here you kind of have to be more detailed and that can be a little bit intimidating for people because, you know, you want to be able to fill in all the information as detailed as possible on the eBay. And at first, the first maybe like listing or two, when you're sort of getting used to it, you're like, oh man, this is taking so long. Or if I'm doing mm -hmm. something incorrectly, or you want to go back and check it. And you feel like this would take you forever if you're listing maybe like 15 or 20 pairs. But once you get that first, you know, couple under your belt, and then you start listing them then everything just starts to like flow easily. Like when you know what you're doing and what you're looking for, you know, the next, you know, three to 20 or whatever you're doing after that is super easy. I think the hardest part about the whole thing is probably taking detailed pictures. So I think we spoke about this last time too, just about, you know, making sure we have those detailed pictures and how pictures are getting better. But I think people now understand with AG that it's worth the time to take those detailed pictures and I, and I saw your listing the pictures that you took like you actually like pressed this, the shoe down to show where the separation was you know and shit like that because people are going to ask you about that or if they don't ask you about it and it goes to the AG and someone exactly. like Josh for example sees that he's going to be like no you didn't you didn't you didn't mention this so i'm going to send it back so it's in your best interest actually to take those detailed pictures and even though it may take a little bit of extra time 
it's worth it just for you, for the buyer, for the authenticators, you know, just everybody in, in general. So, and I like that about eBay. Like you can't get that from a stock photo from other no. aftermarket apps. What did you think of the pics, Kev? No, they're good. They're amazing. DC? They're perfect. All right, yeah. cool. They're perfect. Yeah. No, and, right. and that's exactly what you want. Like, like I think the thing that deters people the most is just the amount of time that it takes to to do a listing because when you go there you're like oh i think i'm going to you know most people will be like oh i think i'm going to post or you know list something on ebay they get their sneaker and then they go to the app and they're like they think it's like you know let's say let's take stockx for example you just type in the sneaker you just list it you list your price and then you just pick how long you want your listing on there for but because it's dead stock and there's no other additional information that's why it's so quick but when you compare it to something like eBay where you need to have that detailed information especially for something that that you're listing that's pre-owned it's going to take a lot more time so it's hard it's like you can't compare apples to oranges in that regard even if it is dead stock you want to take those pictures detailed so that people can see it that way. And, and also for authentication too, because when it gets there, it could be dead stock, but it could be yellowed. Like there's people that have had their stuff failed from other apps because there's yellowing that has happened. And even though it's natural, when it gets to their off center, they're like, no, there's a shoe is yellowed now. But if the shoe is like maybe like five to 10 years old, that's going to happen. But you don't see that on a stock photo. But if you have yeah. an eBay dead stock pair and you show that yellowing, Somebody that's buying it knows what they're getting into. And even though it's dead stock, they can see this. Yeah, it's like, let's take the Wolf Grade 5, for example. If you had a Wolf Grade 5 and you said this is dead stock and never wore it, even after a year, that shit's yellowing anyways. Yeah, like, that whole soul is yellow. Yeah. Right. But you want to know how bad that yellowing is so you can make that decision, even if it's not a pre-owned pair, even if it's a DS pair, right? So don't be discouraged. I think, you know, Rich is... It's a good thing that Rich, you know, has kind of like was inspired to do that because it can be discouraging when you look at all these options and all these details that you need to fill in. Yeah, but once <laughs> you get the hang of it, once you get the hang of it, you know kind of like what you need to fill in. And then like even for me, when I was doing a lot of selling on eBay, I had like a almost like a, a, a write-up that I would use for my descriptions that I would copy paste and I would just change whatever I needed to. And you'll see that too, with a lot of these sellers that have really high feedback ratings, you know, lots of different items for sale. They use a template for sneakers and they'll just change the year, the sneakers, couple the words, yeah. yeah, you know, whatever yeah. it is, like the condition, those types of things. So, you know, as you go, as you find tricks and as you have more pairs to list, you'll find things that you do that will make things faster for you. So um, for all those people out there that are listening and, you know, listen to us buy a lot of sneakers and I'm sure you guys have been there too. We'll start introducing a lot more of the seller tips too. And if Rich can do it, then anyone can do it. Um, you know, if I could, if I could fucking do it, anybody <laughs> can do it, bro. But it, like I said, it was good just because like, I think the more I start to list pairs, like I'm just, I'm going to learn those tips, those tricks, those shortcuts. Another thing I did like too is like when you're listing, especially for that particular shoe, they'll give you kind of like a price point. Like mm -hmm. this is kind of what other pairs right. that you're listing are going for. What I thought was dope because then it helps you kind of gauge the pricing that yeah, you're going to price them at, right? Like the market. So I thought that was dope too. Like I said, it's a lot of information, but the way it's set up, like it definitely mm -hmm. does help you. It has a lot of things that help you kind of put up the best listing that you possibly can. Yeah. So, and I like I said, there I think with more time, you'll just get better with it. As you're saying with more time, I'm going to tell you two key things so you don't have to learn the hard way. 
First thing is go into your settings and make sure you're only shipping and selling to North America. And that I've is seen that, which Canada I, and United States. But you do don't want, even though that one listing, check all the settings, go through every single thing. Cause somehow people can still buy it. And you know what, if they do buy it, you can always say, Hey, sorry, I don't send to them and cancel the order, you know, call eBay. Yeah. However, then if people were watching the item, you lose all those watchers. No one knows about the item anymore, unless they look it up again. Yeah. Second I seem like is, the in- the international piece like you have the north america or like u.s and canada yeah so always just make sure it's only u.s and canada click you might even just have to highlight it and unhighlight others and then ship only to there second thing is when you do ship you have to ship expedited parcel that's what i was going to ask you too because i wasn't sure i was like when it it gives you the options of the shipping so like the fedex um, ignore all those other things because it's not really good for using in canada because it usually says usps and fedex and that yeah which i didn't look at those standard ground ignore it and when you do sell you should go to a website called shippo you'll see that there sign up an account basically it's like a secondary website where you'll go through ebay to the count shippo and then you can buy your canada post expedited parcel thing there you will need to weigh the package so you know it would be good to have an electronic scale if you plan on doing this a few times or hopefully maybe have a food scale at home where you can measure if it's anywhere from one to three pounds you also yeah, need a tape all, measure to measure the size all good tips Kali, but for ag your label will print out it'll be, it'll be generated yeah because it would be going to authentication center maybe sorry. for the know, maybe for the listings that are less than 150 sure yes definitely good everything tips i've sold because... so far over ag i still needed to use expedited parcel to go to them and then you still need to for canada post you still need to have the correct sizing of the package to ship for them so it's but i'm talking about the label so were you talking about like shippo and all that stuff like the label that you print out will be printed out printed out to ag anyways but yeah no that's fine but i mean you uh, just uh, when you put a box when you get the box you need to for the expedited parcel you need to measure the size of the box and everything to know Unless that's new, and unless you can do the basic cheapest ground shipping to AG, and then they it goes from there, and they'll pay expedited parcel. But that's new to me. I guess once it sells, like if the item sells, then that'll be another process I can talk about just what that looks like with it. But that's the double back on. But I'm pretty sure you always have to have expedited parcel for the tracking because without that, you're not protected by anything. Anything with it. Oh, that makes sense. Because I've seen it have like the whole list of like shit, but I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. You could do just regular <laughs> ground mail, but then the person can say, hey, I never got it. And there's no tracking to prove it was delivered. Yeah, no, no, I'm not doing, I'm doing yeah. something where I need, I'm getting tracking for whatever the hell I'm sending. So, but like I said, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, I've kind of been the guinea pig. Uh, we'll definitely touch more on the seller side of things because yeah, like I said, you know, We've all sort of become experts in buying stuff, but you know, we've been getting more questions from people like listeners DMing us and just asking us like, you know, buyer questions too, you know, what you got to do. But I think everything kind of comes with practice. Same thing with the photos. Once you know, like the angles that you want to take and the setup, they should, all your listings should generally be the same. Like you can Mm -hmm. add up to like what, 12 photos, I think it is, whatever the case is. But, you know, you take a picture of the front of the shoe, back of the shoe, bottoms of the shoe, from the top and then, you know, whatever additional ones that you want to take of just flaws and things like that. Right. So, like I said, I could appreciate when people give detailed photos because at least you know what you're getting. 
right? I want like get me as detailed as possible so I can make the best decision for a pair. Because if there's 20 pairs of bread fours, I'm going to go with whatever one looks the best. And that usually is through the pictures. Like if I'm getting some nice detailed shots, you know, where I can see the flaws, right? Because some people sometimes they'll take beautiful pictures and you don't see those flaws, you know what I mean? And then you get a pair and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, I yeah. I didn't see this or, you know, I didn't know this. There's, there's yellowing here. There's discoloration here, you know, lighting and all of that. So, like, for me, it's like, no, take those detailed pictures. If there are flaws, take pictures of them because yeah. then you're putting it into the buyer's hands. Like, if they really want the shoe, flaws are all. They'll purchase it. I've yeah. done it before. These so. pictures aren't for the gram, right? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things I think I think we talked about last week just about like, you know, with my cleaning tips. It's the same thing here too. Like the little extra effort that you put in to take good pictures, the buyers will appreciate that. You know, it kind of it's almost more enticing, like you said, Rich. If somebody has a picture that they took with a fucking potato uh, over a uh, picture that, you know, you can see everything. I'm skipping that listing altogether. I'm going to the one where the pictures are more detailed. The lighting's better. They're showing the flaws, those types of things. There's a stock photo. Like I'm sure we've come across um, listings before where the stock photo, I wouldn't like, yeah, I feel more confident. Exactly. But I think, I think the big thing is, is that you feel more confident buying it. And I talked about this almost a year ago when I got my girlfriend, the, the infrared nineties. They used a stock photo, but the pair was like had markings and stuff on it that was not mm-hmm. shown because they used a stock photo. So Josh was able to show them to me before he proved it. But, you know, in any other case, that wouldn't have happened. So, right. you know, you don't have to worry about that stuff. If it's not as shown, it's it's automatically going to get denied. But with a pair like the one Richard saw, which is a, it was 2012 Red Force, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there's age on that shoe, right? It wasn't one of the best retros. You know, there's buyer beware kind of thing of that model if you're going to be buying it, right? It's 10 years old. It wasn't a great model as it was. Like, you know, there's paint chipping that you're going to want to see. Like, so if you're sending a stock photo of that, you're probably going to want a little bit more information before you make that purchase, right? 100%. It's one thing. And it's one thing if it's brand new, right? Even then, like even brand new, I still want to see pictures. But a brand new pair, okay. But a pre-owned... Like, yeah, you need to see some photos. Like, there's going to be crank, paint cracking yeah. and any other things. So that's just, the way to go. Yeah. It just says a lot about the seller when they take the time to do 100%. Uh, like all that extra stuff. So, um, yeah. So don't be discouraged. If you have questions about, you know, selling stuff on eBay, you know, we have our pro Rich now. Who's <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm coming answer- for you, Colin. He'll be, he'll be answering all <laughs> questions from now on. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we're definitely going to be adding more of the selling side of things because oh, yeah. um, as much as we like to buy stuff uh, online, you know, when those collections get up there or when there's pairs that maybe you don't wear as much anymore, you might want to post those online too. So we'll have some tips and, and advice for, for people that are doing that too. Oh, yes. Yes. I will be next to post some pairs online. Yeah. Totally. yeah I got a bunch now, man. I'm, I'm encouraged now. So I got a few more that are going to go up. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see what we what we've got. We might have some more stories on our next treasure hunt episode. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Nice. All right. So for the rest of the episode, we're just going to be doing a little bit of a round table. So just some general topics that we wanted to discuss. So Collie had one that he wanted to start off with. All right, and that is: Is there a shoe you can mention that you uh, had in the past, but then let go for some reason? And now you really wish you had it back. Shoe. Air Jordan 1 Chicago's, not because I actually wanted to have them, but when I let go of that pair for 150 bucks, <laughs> that burned 
it was me. Regret. Yeah, no, it's, this it's can't a... be just because you want to have it back to sell the money. You just said you didn't really want them, so like. Okay, so then the other pair is the Air Jordan Nine Cool Grays. Mm, that's a good one. Regrets. I've probably mentioned this before, but I'll go through the story again. At the time when I was working at Foot Locker, it was coming out. I think it was on New Year's Eve day. I believe it was. It was right before New Year's. It was after Christmas, so. We were thinking everyone's not going to want these. There was no hype. No one had signed up for a raffle or call. really was calling to ask about them. So we're like, ah, you know what? We'll hold our pairs for all the next paycheck. When we get paid, we'll, we'll pick these up. And then my assistant manager at the time calls me. He's like, Trev, there's a bunch of people here looking to buy pairs. Like, do you want your size? Yes or no? You got you to gotta, you gotta let me know now and you got to buy it today. So me picking up the phone half asleep was like, ah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. It's, it's all right. Just sell it. And then, you know, hang up the phone, close my eyes. And then basically wide eyed open it like five seconds later, like what did I just do? So by the time I came to and called, he and he finally picked up, he's like, Yeah, it's gone. It's so I ended up buying an eleven in them and they were too small. Like I just could not make it work because the nines always fit snug. Like a twelve and a thirteen is basically the same thing to me. So I had to sell them, but I cannot find them and I cannot get them back. Or sorry, I can find them. But the condition of that shoe is not great after time. Like if it's been worn, it's not usually in a great condition. And then the dead stock pairs are like astronomical prices. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole situation of regret I have. <laughs> snowball of regret. A snowball of regret. Everything. The whole thing was a regret. Yeah. I think you know, for me, you know, I wouldn't say it's a regret kind of thing. It was just more so like, had I had known, so I think I may have mentioned this previously, I may not have, but I used to own the 01 True Blue 3s. And back when I first, when my one of my dogs was a puppy, got at the back heel tab, chewed it all up and everything. So I was pretty upset, but I mean, like, it was one of those things where it was like, what can you do kind of thing, right? So one of the heel tabs really messed up and my wife was just kind of like, ah, oh, what's the big deal? No one will ever notice or whatever, but it's one of those things where you look at it and and it bothered it bothered me. So I try to fix it. Well, I don't want to say fix it, but I basically cut the top of the heel tab off from the True Blue Three, but it just looked too weird because one of them was okay, but the other one was like cut in half. And she ended up convincing me to donate them to like Salvation Army or something. But this was back in like 08 or something. Like these shoes were already maybe like. I want to say close to 10 years old. I had worn them a lot. So there was quite a bit of wear on them. I don't want to say they were beat, but I did wear them a lot. But then that heel tab being bitten off kind of just like put me over the top in terms of like, ah, oh, it was, it was upsetting. Right. But had I had known there's people like Jan Kanatsky that can replace things like that, clean those sneakers up, you know, make them pretty much brand new, bring them back to life again. This was like before, you know, the time of restorations, at least from what I had known. If you knew anyone that was doing restorations, they were people that were maybe in the States, maybe a handful of guys that were doing it at the time. Didn't feel comfortable sending shoes to people that, you know, I didn't know, things like that. So I kind of regret just not holding on to it a bit longer. I was just kind of upset at the time, knowing that the tab was kind of bitten off. I I actually just cut the top half of that tab off, thinking that, oh, maybe it'll, it'll look okay, but it didn't to me. So I just ended up donating that pair. But I, I pull out all these pairs now that I kind of just held on to, 
And if I wanted to, I can clean them up, that kind of thing. But yeah, that was one of those pairs where I feel like that 01 pair, that's the OG too, I, I believe. Like the 01 is, no, sorry. 01 is, uh, no. The first retro. The first, first retro. retro, yeah. The very first retro that came out of that. So, I mean, aside from the OG, like 1980, whatever, this is the first retro of, it was like 01, then 09, then... 2011, 11, yeah, and, then and then 2016, 2016, and then recently they had no. That was the most recent. That was, uh, that's that was the one, yeah, the 2016, which yeah. was hot trash. So <laughs> hot trash. That 2016 um, pair was garbage. But that 01 pair, like just the quality of the materials and you know, like everything about that shoe, and then back then. You could just get sneakers like easily, you know what I mean? Like I remember getting that pair. I don't even remember. I just remember getting that pair like at a Foot Locker Athletes World or so. I th- pretty much think it was like through my friend that used to work at Athlete, something like that. But anyways, to replace that pair, I didn't think it was like it was actually impossible to replace that pair. But had I known you can connect with guys like Kanatsky to revitalize or bring them back to life, that's a pair that I still think about a lot because I have the eleven pair. I don't like. You know, Rich. Mm-hmm. You know. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. The old ones were beautiful, man. Salute well, to Omnis. They actually had a dead stop pair that came through there like a couple months ago. It was like a size 12, though. Honestly, if it was my size, I would have bought them. Just because the quality was just different. Yeah, like that even, one the, pair. even the elephant print was like a lot nicer on that one. The leather Way was better. so much nicer. And to think somebody was probably at like Salvation Army or wherever I do- donated it to. <laughs> like, who the hell would throw this away? But I've got a couple pairs like that. That the 07 black metallic fives. I also uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice retro too, man. Yeah, that retro yeah. was nice, man. The 07. Oh man, those are the days where like when stuff got really yellowed, it was kind of like, ah, do I still want to keep this kind of thing? Yeah, and that's what I you agree. Know, again, my wife is one of those people that she doesn't see stuff the way that we see it. You know, we kind of hold on to things we kind of hoard things we have sentimental value with things but she's like ah look at how beat up these are look at how yellowed they are you don't want to wear these and i'm like all right you know it was like one of those like yeah. okay damn true blues fucking yeah the 07 i actually had a pair of those 07 metallic fives too man those are nice that was a nice pair fuck yeah so I wish I would have I wish I could have those back. Even if they were like beat up or whatever, or even if I didn't restore them with Kanatsuki, I still wish I just had them because those are like my earlier earlier days of collecting, you know, sneakers. 100%. So and if you knew what you knew now, right? Like, uh, you know, like you would have you would have been able to fix the tabs, like you know, if you'd held on to them, all that kind of stuff, right? So yeah, like I love seeing these videos now where people like, oh, I remember I had like this stuff, and they go and dig in their like storage closet or whatever it is like in their garage or something and pull out all these pairs you know like i probably could have did that and maybe it was more so to do with like the space i didn't have the space to hold on to all this stuff but you know you go back and you, you see these videos and the people are like oh they pull out stuff that they're like you know that maybe they were holding on to and it's nice to be able to compare stuff that you had before to the stuff that's come out now and like rich said it's far superior than what it is now yeah, it's like it's like night and day man i'll go next and this is like a, a honorable mention, and this is probably one of like my proud points of my collection because I was the I I know this goes against the question, Kali, but I was able to obtain these ones back. So 
my high school rotation was the 2000 infrared six, the 2002 charcoal seven or Raptors, what they call them. And then the olive nines from O2 and the pearl nine lows from O2. Those would probably be the ones I would have said, because that was literally like the shoes I had in high school. I was actually able to acquire them. So it doesn't really answer your question, Kali. I ended up getting them back and they are in the case. But if I got to go with pairs that I regret, the first one will be the do the right thing threes. Yeah, man. It's funny because there was a dude I met years ago. And that was a beautiful part of Kijiji. Just some of the relationships you built, like just guys you, you ended up meeting. I ended up buying a pair off of this guy uh, like years ago. It was actually the Jordan 16, that original black and red pair. That's the first pair I ever lined up for back in 01. So he had a dead stock pair. Naturally, you know me. Like I said, once again, that was another shoe from high school I had. So copped them. Probably like a few months later, I see a posting for the Do the Right Thing 3s. Hit the guy up. Sure enough, it's the same guy I bought the 16s from. So we ended up linking up OG box, fucking in immaculate condition. The only flaw in the shoe was some paint cracking, and naturally because of the year. But I ended up getting them from him for like 150 bucks for this shoe. What? And I ended up, yeah, man. Do the right things, $150. He blessed me because I had bought the 16s from him before. And they were just obscure, right? Like it, it wasn't a pair people were really checking for, like, you know, at the time. So I got them. Uh, fuck, I wore them a handful of times too, man. Love the shoe. I ended up trading them. I can't remember two. I traded for two pairs for them. But it's one of those pairs I wish I kept. Looking back in hindsight, because it, it's such an obscure shoe, you don't see it often. It's, it's funky looking. You crazy, man. That it's shoe is beautiful. I, oh, there we go. <laughs> but the shoe is so dope. Like that shoe to me, I, I'm kicking myself. That's one of those pairs I'm like, because and you don't see them often. So, yeah, the first pair would be to do the right thing, threes, man. And the funny thing about it, years ago, I bought the Jordan 19s, the black and red pair, OG pair. And the guy at the time that I bought, when I bought the 19s, this is like over 10 years ago, at least. And he had to do the right thing, threes. And he's like, yo, you know, I'm selling these two. And I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, the colors are a little bit funky. I was like, nah, I was like, you know, I'm going to pass. And then years later, that's why I always say, man, full circle, shit comes back around. Years later, like I said, I caught the 16th off his dude. Then he comes back. He lists the do the right thing threes. I'm like, I'm not making that mistake twice. So I ended up scooping them. But I ended up trading them. And it's probably one of those pairs I kind of regret giving them up just because they were in immaculate condition, OG box, and you don't see them often. So that'll be number one. Number two, salute to my brother because I sell my brother's shoes. He never gives them back. Like he will not release them again to me if I try to get it back from him. So my second pair I regret uh, selling was actually the Countdown Pack Jordan 16s. Ooh. I got, yeah, I got them for. The, aren't those black? Aren't those black? They're the all black, black ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, black with the, the black with the red. So I got them for fucking 120 bucks. So this pair. Mm -hmm. yeah, so this yeah, is yeah. the OG. This is the OG 01. But I ended up getting my hands on the, the Countdown Pack pair for $120, man. And they were still wearable and because the old one pair can't run them anymore. So scooped them. And my brother was like, he loves the 16 suits. So he's just harassing me like all the time. Like, Rich, let me get them. Let me get them. So finally, I'm like, you know, fuck it. Like, you know, I have them. That I'm not wearing them as often as I would like. So I ended up selling them to him and regretted it. Like, And he won't give them back. 
he won't give them back, man. And I'm I'm kicking myself because they're wearable, right? Like that old one pair, I could just look at it. I can't wear it. And they haven't retroed them since. Like they haven't retroed them since 2008, which is the only retro of that shoe outside of the OG. And yeah, that Jordan 16, man, is 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 a second shoe that I kind I wish I, I kept them. To be honest with you, even if I didn't yeah. wear them as much as I did, but it's the fact that he was kind of just hounding me for them, I kind of gave them up. That would have been a pair I would have been content with just having them, you know, because I had the option to wear them if I wanted to. Right. Uh, where this old pair is, the old one pair is done. So those I are. Have the, I actually have that pair, the OG pair. Still, yeah, the OG too as well. Yeah, love that pair. That's the first pair of shoes I lined up for, man. Go figure, two thousand and one, lined up, cut school and everything. Hey, yeah, I got, I got the, I got the lows too, Kev. Too. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Fuck, that's not. The, so the same guy, I bought the sixteens, the OG black ones. You got Kev to do yeah. the right things. I forgot I bought those fucking sixteen lows from him as well. I got those <laughs> pairs from him too. Yeah, man. So I got those three pairs from this guy. He was like a, like an OG collector, and the sixteens were DS that that red and white pair, the lows. And I actually wore them on my birthday and fucking blew the fucking midsole yeah. out. Yeah, done. Like, finished. Like, hey, yeah, finished. I can't wear these anymore. These are OGs. No. Yeah. I can't wear these. These also, Just I'm afraid to kind of pull out these, but yeah, super glue. Tell that to Kanatsky. He'll slap yeah. him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With super yeah. glue. <laughs> yeah, but this one's like, it's a tag. Yeah, you off. lost the tab, broke off the plastic tab. Yeah, man. I don't have the shrouds. I don't have any OG anything, but oh, this back tab is gone too. And yeah, it popped off. Yeah, it's plastic. This one here. Love that shoe, man. But, uh, yeah, exactly. But these are like the things that exactly like what you're talking about, Rich, is like some of these OG pairs. I, like, I'm glad I am I still have it. Like, I can still look at them. I can still cherish them because I did love these and I wore them a lot. Like, you can see they're like creased to shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I wore these a lot. I, I wore these for ball at the beginning and then I found that the traction wasn't that good. So I just wore them casually. But uh, yeah, just to be able to look back and like just see the quality of these OG pairs and things like that. Like, I wish I could still do that with my True Blue 3s just to have them, even though they're not OGs. But like, you know, those were like some of my first pairs that I would collect back then. Like, I have cool gray 11s from that same year too. That's an OG pair. You know, the 17s, right? Like, just... The nostalgia of it, man. Exactly. It's a nostalgia thing, right? So it's a nostalgia, man. Yeah. So those those two are like ones I think about to this day. That's why I kind of picked those. What do you got, Kali? All right. Let's play. Let's guess that shoe. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna go by certain details and we'll see if you guys can guess it. The release date was 2010. All right. A Jordan 2010 Nike. I want you to guess a shoe. If you have a shoe in mind, you guess a shoe. Otherwise, I'm going to move forward with the next, next, with the next piece hint? of information. Up tempos. How did you guess that so easily? Uh, what? I was about to say that too. <laughs> Game's over. <laughs> That's it. No game. Because you know what? That's not even an um, Canadian release. That was an American release only. I bought that off of East Bay. Rest in peace, the magazine. But I got that off of East Bay. Had it shipped from East Bay, USA to Canada. Paid the duties and taxes on it. And, you know, I knew Rich would really appreciate it. So I was like, ah, I'm moving to China. I, I don't need all these shoes. I can't. My mom was going to kill me for leaving all this stuff. But as soon as I got back to Canada this year, I was like, oh, why did I sell that shoe? Because the shape of that shoe, 2016 and the 2020 releases don't do it. Like, those are, those are, don't even look the same. The materials, no, the, that the shoe colors is far are superior. different, the stitching is different. 
Yeah, that shoe is far superior to the retros. It has the the suede kind of like the um, uh, when they released the Jordan Six uh, gym reds. Yes. Yeah. The whole shoe, the whole shoe that. is just is far superior. Like it's not even comparable to these retros that they released. Like the Durbuck or whatever the new buck on the the new retros is it's garbage. Mm-hmm. And the shape shoe. is off too. It's it's yeah. more like it looks. I know, it's not as triangular. It's more like a bulky. It's even they added more bulk to it, which is kind yeah. of like. No, Trevor's quick with it. <laughs> yeah, it's quick with it. Right on that. I'm like, I had two shoes. I had two shoes. I was thinking for Collie because I was. I know he's regretted those up temples, and the other one I was thinking of was the all of nine. But I was like, wait, no, he still has those. He got those. Still have yeah. all of nine. Yeah, um, so I was like, it's got to be the other. Uh, the, the other honorable mention I also let go to Rich was the Penny, the All Star game. Uh, the, yeah, the Galaxy, the, the Penny, the NASA flight pie, ones. the Galaxy one. But like, I honestly probably wouldn't really wear that. Like, it's it's more of a teenage shoe for me. Like, I can't or like a special event time shoe. Like, it's so hard to pull off. Like, it's there's yeah, great agreed. outfits you can pull off with it, but for me, it's it's just not in my repertoire anymore. There's so many other shoes I'd rather wear. It's funny that shoe. It's not an everyday shoe. That's what I kind of learned too. Like once I had it, it's, it's like comfortable. One of those shoes that it's it's really just, comfortable. It is super comfortable, but it's yeah, it's not an everyday kind of shoe that you could wear. So I have to agree with that. <laughs> Tempos. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna guess it a little earlier than that. Actually, I was just gonna go. Okay, we're gonna play a game. Nike El Tempo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah, no, uh-huh. I, I think everyone's got everyone's got those pairs that they wish they still had. I think it's one of those things where, like, sneakers, back then it was, you know, there wasn't a huge buy-sell trade market, you know? Like, there was a niche market for that stuff. If you had stuff that you wanted to sell on eBay, if it was used, you could get it for a steal. And I almost, I almost thought, like, I would rather just donate it than bother to sell it because what are people going to pay or would there be people that would actually buy this beat up sneaker but as i i I bought a lot of jordans back then like between 20 2006 and 2012 like you could get like gray toe 13s for like 75 100 bucks i remember you had those too that old yeah i had a lot of a lot of the older stuff which i turned around and ended up selling a little for a little bit more money on ebay back on ebay but that's because the sneaker craze just kicked off at that point and anything jordan would sell even true flights funny story actually the other day i saw a guy walk out of the 7-eleven or whatever looking like one from and then he walked by me and i was like oh it's not one but then i looked down at his feet and he was wearing true flights and i was like definitely not one one would not approve of those definitely not one at that time, Jordan's anything Jordan would sell. So you listed any Jordan online on eBay, especially a GS, it would go instantly. And we had stuff like that sitting to some extent in Canada. So yeah, and things go through trends, right? Like I mean, I I talked, I talked earlier about the Chicago ones, right? Like ones weren't really it at that time when I sold those, right? That was kind of right before they popped off. So and I mean, no one would have known that the Chicagos would have become what they became, right? So. You never know that stuff, right? We talk about up tempos, right? At one point, up tempos was a hot shoe, like it was, it was, or the even shoe. Um, even riches do the right things. When I first saw those, I thought they were hideous, like yeah. I, you know. And then as time goes on, I was like, oh man, actually, this blue is suede fives, you know. <laughs> as you see them more, they start to grow on you. Yeah. No, <laughs> you were away, you weren't paying attention when he mentioned those threes. I'm like, yeah, they're blue suede, so it was a good thing when you first saw them. You're oh, like, I was oh, here, I was here, I heard. <laughs> I think it just evolves, right? 
And like, even like you go back to like early 2000, you know, I'm in high school in like 2000, um, 01, 02, like we weren't buying used pairs. Like, you know, like it just, that wasn't even like a thought, like to me, like even from a collector standpoint, like I wasn't collecting for me, it was just like, yo, we're just trying to get fly. We're trying to look dope. We need a new pair. You know, the new Jays are coming out. That was kind of our thought process. It wasn't more or less like I, I couldn't see myself buying like a pre-owned or a secondary shoe like exactly. from somebody yeah. exactly. at, at that point in time. Like we just weren't doing that. Like, hell no. Like, right. nah, I need a fresh brand new pair, bro. I'm not putting exactly. my foot in someone. I found another a shoe somebody wore, mention, you know, uh, so my an honorable mention PSNY 12. Yes. I used to have those except they're really uncomfortable until you break them in. And when you break them in, they kind of lose the shape. So Ooh, I wanted that. Shoe yeah, you so love bad. You love that shoe. That shoe was night. Well, great. I wanted that. Shoe. Exactly. Yeah, that was, that's the only shoe <laughs> so I got all star weekend when they came to Canada. That's the shoe I went for that. And only that could have went for that. Shoe was, that shoe was nice. I had to get any of those working with Foot Locker. I chose one and it was PSNY 12s. Yeah, so simple, so clean, so gray. <laughs> the materials were quality. Yeah, oh. and then that, yeah, it was just like, yeah, that was a nice shoe. You had those, those, yeah, I would, I, I may, I don't know. Oh, okay, Kev. Okay. Uh, <laughs> be no more no cop January. Something? Oh, he's like, yeah, I was good no cop January, February. No, you know what? First. I wouldn't wear, I wouldn't wear them. <laughs> like as much guys. As I would, I wouldn't wear them as much as I would have when they first came out. Like I wouldn't wear them much now. Than, than like one fourth for, for or one the, fifth the price of those cause, and you could wear those more than the cause. For the listeners who cannot see Kev, it was like a light bulb moment. If you could see his <laughs> face, it was like ding, like the light bulb went off. He's like, oh. he kind of like was swirling around on his chair, and <laughs> yeah. he just said, "Wait a second. Yo, and he I can literally, and like had this rush of joy go up his spinal cord, like serotonin just released, and he's. Was... I could literally see the wheels spinning in Kev's head when he said that. But it was so nice, though. Like the details on that was so as they were as, as simple as it was. Like that that like deep groove on those. Tw- yeah. It just made it look so much more premium. It was kind of like when that is it a Pinnacle Eleven, the gray one. I was just just about to say the Pinnacle Eleven. I was literally just about to say that Pinnacle Eleven was nice. Yeah, it just had a premium look to it with the suede on it too. But that PSNY twelve with that charcoal gray and that those like deep grooves. It just I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just looked really really clean, man. You know, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> you have a treasure hunt that's going to come up at some point in the new year, Kev. Know. We'll see. <laughs> Yo, that was funny, man. It was funny. <laughs> it's like light bulb. Just Cause, went yeah, because I remember I re- when Colin mentioned that, I it just brought me back to the time when those came out and how much I really wanted those. And you know who, who used to have them? Ali? Former IKWT. Uh, yeah, Ali had those. Ali yeah, had yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, had those. he wore them, and I, I was just like, I remember he, he, he was wearing them actually at one of our shows, and I was just like, pretty much like on the ground, like Ned Flanders to the, <laughs> the Homer Simpson when he was looking at his. Uh, yeah, when he was looking at, what are those shoes called that Homer had? Uh, fuck, what are they, the I remember that. The assassins. I remember that the episode. <laughs> and oh he's like, God, Homer's down on the right? ground looking at his shoes. Shoes. That's that's what I was doing. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, man! Yep, those were nice though. That was a nice shoe. That that PSNY twelve was fucking nice. Yeah, I will say that. And I'm not a great guy, but the details it just looked like plush. It just looked like a premium mm-hmm. fucking shoe. Like what they did with that. But yeah, man. Yeah, that was funny to 
See, Kev's like, ding. Like, oh, shit. Kev's thinking, like, man, I might go on fucking eBay right now and start looking. <laughs> That's Kev's thing. He's just going to pick up gray shoes this year. I'll Nothing but gray shoes. Watch list, watch list some stuff. Um, no, that was a good one. That was a good one, Kali. You know, just, I, I, I feel like everyone's got that pair that they wish they still had in their collection. 100%. I'm gonna, I want to throw one out there. I mean, I, yeah, I let's do one touchy, more. But... Rich, you got one. Rich, if you got one, throw, yeah. one, throw one out there. I was just gonna, my question or my roundtable question is just kind of like, what do you got? What are your thoughts on the sneaker, the community right now, or the culture? Like, where do you think, especially with us kicking off twenty twenty three? Like, yeah, like what's the state where, of the where, sneaker where, game? Yeah, yeah. Where do you guys see this like going? It's evolved, it's changed so much. Like, I, yeah. I I've seen so many different things. So I'm kind of curious to see like what y'all thoughts are on for like twenty twenty three. Yeah, so I like that question because we ask that question to our guests a lot and no one ever really hears what our thoughts are on it. But no, great question. Like, you know, what's the state of the game now? What would we like to see change? Or, you know, how would we like to see it change for the better in the future? I don't know. Me personally, like, it's kind of one of those love-hate kind of things. So for me, it's like we've always been the type of guys that uh you know we we love sneakers for what it is um we understand that there's a new generation now that's coming in there's hype that's now involved there's a lot more exposure there's um you know uh also the negative side of things you know we have unfortunately we've seen over the last few years people are dying over sneakers over raffles for sneakers which i find is absolutely insane like when i was growing up my dad would say to me do not wear expensive sneakers do not i don't want you buying those sneakers i don't want you going out to where people are looking for these sneakers because there's violence that's going on and it was a big thing back in the late 80s early 90s and now i can understand as an adult with a child of my own seeing you know things like that like i wouldn't want my kids to be involved with something where they could possibly be injured or killed over something as you know just uh I don't want to say small, but just, you know, it's not worth losing your life over, right? 100%. So I feel like it it's a love-hate because I feel like we do have these people that are coming in and exploiting what we love for the wrong reasons. And mm-hmm. what I'd like to see change is, you know, I'd like to see there be more availability just so we don't have all this, like, hate all this jealousy, all this like additional demand for sneakers when you just simply have to produce more. And, you know, we speak from a consumer's lens. You know, I don't know what it goes into producing 500,000 pairs of Jordan 1 lost and founds. And even at that, there's not enough pairs. So I don't know what, what needs to be done, but I feel like, you know, we can all enjoy. I like to see more educating, you know what I mean? Like just kicking knowledge, people wanting to learn more about the sneakers and not just wanting something because they've seen it on TikTok. Like I know Colleen mentions all the time, you know, there's a TikTok shoe, so that's why it's popular now. And and that's the only reason why people like it. They don't like it for any other reason except their favorite TikTok star wears it. So I don't know, like the state of the game right now, I feel like it's been on a bit of a decline. I know Rich has mentioned earlier in this episode, like he's going to be taking it easy, you know, like he's kind of changing the way that he's going to be copying and and i i felt that way over the last couple of years actually like i like what i like now 
I'm going after the things that I want. If I know that people that we know want pairs, I'm just going to work on helping them get the stuff that they want. And I think it needs to sort of move in that direction. Like, if you don't want the sneaker, don't go over the sneaker. You know what I mean? If you know somebody that wants a sneaker, maybe help them get the sneaker. Like, I'm more about people enjoying the sneaker because they love the sneaker, not because somebody tells them that's what they need to buy. So uh, I'm working on trying to change change it so that we're headed in that direction where if you can't get the sneaker or the demand's too high, you know, and you know somebody that doesn't want it, try to help somebody else, you know, like bless them, you know, give back, like those types of things. So I think we've always been advocates of stuff like that, but I think more people need to have that mentality. And then when that happens, you won't have people just buying up all the sneakers or hoarding sneakers just because they know other people want it and then they can sell it for more. Agreed. Yeah. So I look at it in a few ways. So since I've been working at Foot Locker, I've seen people come and go to the stores, come and go in the sneaker community from throwing the shows and whatnot. So there was always the aspect of people, you know, come, they like it for a bit and maybe they don't really stay around the community, but you know, they got their little piece of it. Maybe someone comes in and buys up a few, you know, collects a little bit here and there, and then they're good for a while. So that that's what's always going on. Now at this time in the sneaker history, I mean, we got to look at it as we're kind of at the entails of COVID, right? For the longest time now, we were locked down and like all the younger people and everyone, they were at home on their phones. So they were always on TikTok. They were always on social media. And those things are advertisements. They're always in your face. So a lot of things got pushed over and over again, which, you know, people are consumers. If that's shoved down your throat, it's in your face, you're going to get more. But I do see a trend, a lot of parents now that the kids are back in school and things are getting back to quote unquote normal. These parents are limiting the amount of time of, you know, iPad time or Wi-Fi time they get. Right. So they might not always have these advertisements engineered, designed to be thrown in your face, along with adults. You know, more people are going out They're They're socially, you know, talking to each other. And on top of that. The past two, three years, everyone has spent so much money on those type of things to try to make you happy. There's nothing else to do. You can't go out on vacations as that. But now money is prioritized in a little bit of a different area. So I do see a lot of this sneaker community or people that are interested kind of pumping the brakes. And we will see that with, you know, the more sneaker shows to come, more people in the community. But that's where you'll see the people that have been here for a long time or people who are starting to be here for a long time. People who really do have passion will be around in the scene. And with this, you know, maybe some sneaker prices start to drop. Except Blue Cause... Suede 5. So those are only going to go up in value. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Demand is that, super that's high. Because, <laughs> that's because no one has them left over because they're, you know, they realize they should throw them all in the garbage. So the one few pairs that are left, you know, they go for a lot. Just like those, you know, we're talking earlier about those or more up tempos. There's like two or three, the size 11 listed for like $900 on StockX. And the others, there's just not even a a listing, right? So certain shoes just aren't meant to be found. But the ones that, you know, people have, you know, will stock up because they hold value to it. That's a thing. But if people now are shifting away a little bit from shoes, some of these items now that are up there, if there's a larger supply of them, the price will start to come down. And if there's not a large supply, then the price usually just stays relevant to what it is. Because people don't mind holding when they're the only supplier, right? But Yeah. 
Well, that's a good take, Colleen, because it's it's true. There's, there was an explosion. Like, I mean, even let's let's talk about the um, the Chicago twos that Rich just picked up, right? That shoe would have been flying off the shelf if we're in the year 2020, right? It's going quick. But now we've had some times where, you know, people can kind of catch their variants. They're not as into shoes as they were. And maybe I'm wrong, but like, I mean, I think, I think that's an example of a shoe that would have just been flying off the shelves and would have been next to impossible to get, you know, two years ago with the hype of the last dance and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it, it's kind of nice to see it come back down to people who are actually collectors. I think for me, like uh, specific, I yeah. missed one point. Can I just get back on one point? Yeah, yeah uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Spoke on the copying point. Uh, yeah. As for me in the past few years, I have now gone back and pretty much bought everything I want that doesn't cost like, like 2000 or more. So unless there's a few things that really blow my mind that come out, but literally all the Jordans right now, they're, they're just, like I said, playoff eights, everything else is stale. And Adidas, okay, maybe if you re-release a Pirate Black with no easy supply on it or anything, okay. But other than that, it's like, I'll see what Air Max has come out, but I'm still not a huge Air Max guy. And then there's also the SBs. That's the only thing I have looking forward to. So... To some extent, I've done the same thing. Like, I mean, last year, like, I really didn't pick up a lot of new shoes, like, quote unquote, like, new release shoes, right? Like, I went back and picked up a lot of older releases, right? Like, I think in my top five or top ten, in my top five that I did, I think only one of them was a new release. Like, I think the only one was the Concept Air Maxis, and everything else was an older pair that I went and picked up. So, yeah, like, I tend to agree with that. I do like some of the retros that they retro. You know, we talked about the Lost and Found 1s, the Chicago 2s, the White Cement 3s, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I, I see that point, Colin. I think for me, I think the big thing is the... And I think this is the biggest thing. I've talked about this before where like people who are into sneakers can't have conversations with people who are into sneakers, right? We think about all the guests that we've had on who have been collecting sneakers for, you know, a decent amount of time, right? You know, shout out to only CB88. I, I dropped off his 100th episode t-shirt, right? I oh, dope. think of him as, as we're talking about this, right? Someone who's just been in sneakers forever and like you could just start talking to him forever, like about sneakers, right? He's got lots of great stories, but you wouldn't really necessarily know that by looking at his Instagram, right? Or if you just kind of to come across him, right? So I've talked about before, like just numerous examples of I've been out in public and someone's like nice shoes. And I just instinctively say thanks and walk away because I just, <laughs> I want to have a conversation with you, but I know we're not going to be able to have a conversation. Or if I try and have a conversation, they're not able to have a conversation. And then I'm angry. <laughs> so I would like to get to a point where we can all just kind of like learn from sneakers. And I, I, I think there's there's a point where people know what you're wearing, but they to some extent they always don't know what you're wearing or they don't want to learn about what you're wearing either, right? I mean, like I think I prided myself on that when I started in sneakers, right? Like Rich, when you would have met me, right? Like I didn't know shit about sneakers, right? But you were one of the people that was like would come in and I'd be like, Oh, that's dope. What are you wearing? And like you tell me about it and that kind of stuff, right? Like yeah, man. For my age, I have a, I would say I have a relatively diverse collection in like, no, pain. definitely, you know, definitely. like, in the, and that's from you and my manager at the time, Brian, who will look to get on hopefully in the new year, but like just has such a diverse collection of sneakers that that was always what I was around. Right. So it was the teaching and the learning and the scene and like, what is, what does this mean? What is this from? What is the significance of this kind of thing? Right. So I just wish we could get to a place where we could all just learn from each other and just be able to talk sneakers right because there was a time in in the world where if you were like yo dope kicks man you could sit there and talk to that person guy or girl whoever it was for like 5 10 30 45 an hour right yeah it wouldn't we just be like dope kicks it would be like someone would ask you like 
they would actually want to learn more. Like they would, the conversation would continue from that where yeah. we don't have that as much anymore. That's yeah. fine. It's more like dope kicks. How much did you pay for those? Like I, yeah. I conversations go that route now yeah. where it's like, I don't really care too much about what the value of the sneaker is as opposed to, Whoa, I've never seen those before. Tell me about those kind of thing. Right. The, the, the only price... people that say, Oh, nice kicks. Where'd you get them anymore? I find are people over the age of 40. Like or like fifty hitting like, like the older people. <laughs> oh, nice! Where'd you get those? I'm like, no, but I think with that, that is oh, it, how much? Oh, they're so expensive. Yeah, it's, it's genuine though for those guys because it's like I think they generally like the shoe. I like I said, I went to uh, took my kids to um, this is a little while ago, one of those trampoline places, and I was walking back to the car to get something, and these two older white ladies, I was wearing the duck camo Air Max nineties, and a woman stopped me. She's like. Where did you get your shoes? She's like, I love them. I love the colors. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, that color is so vibrant, right? The shoe's so vibrant. Like, that's genuine, right? Like, I think she's like, generally, like, where did you get those from? And it's hard for me because I'm just like, uh, like online or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you don't want to go understand. through the whole process of being like, process. I got them off eBay. Yeah. They were so this, this they is were inspired yeah. from, this is inspired from the Atmos Duck Camel. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, so, like all that I, stuff? so I just go to like my go to is like, I got it from the mall. It's like my go-to when I get people like that. <laughs> like even when I wore like the concepts, right? I, I was at work and I was picking up some bus tickets or whatever. And this older lady, same thing. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like, I love your shoes. Like, where did you get them from? And it's just like, but it was a genuine. She's like, I just love their vibrant. I love the colors. Like I love mm-hmm. all of that stuff, right? And I'm just like, oh, you know, the mall type of thing. But yeah, I th- like to your point, Kyle, like I, I think with those individuals, like it's genuine. I think they generally yeah. like the shoe because how it looks, you know what I mean? So you know those type of people when they tell yeah. you about them. like they're just they're just generally interested in what you're wearing because they actually yeah. like it, right? They actually <laughs> like it, which I can appreciate because I'm like, you actually like the shoe. Yeah, you're actually, and that's fine. You know, you can tell you can give them the top line answer and kind of talk about it a little bit, right? But I mean, it's it's when you're you're talking to a kid who's like 16 years old, or you can tell he's like somewhere between 16 and 22. You know, like the guy that I was talking to specifically was wearing like I think he was wearing legend blue not legend blue 11s he was wearing the it was it the columbia lows or legend blue lows the 11s. okay yeah yeah they released the legend blue 11s like the yeah I, I can't remember what they called it but yeah that that he was wearing that so like you knew he was like kind of into it but like again very surface level because like you're trying to like talk about it a little bit and it just it didn't progress past there right yeah yeah, yeah it's, yeah, fallen, it's a- the conversations have fallen off from like you know digging deeper like people you know, asking more questions or wanting to be educated or learn more. Like I think when Falsey was on too, like Falsey mentioned, like when he got into it, he said, I asked so many questions. I would, you know, I I would want to learn. And, you know, you have conversations with people like that. And then when they're genuinely interested and they want to know, we need to get back to that. And and to that point as well, which is just kind of something I noticed at SneakerCon this year, there's, there's gotta be some individuality going back. Like, how yes. many, there are so many tables of panda dunks and Yeezys <laughs> of slides and foams of every color. Yeah, when we foam were runners too, not foam posits. Foam, yeah. foam, yes. foam runners and the foam and the uh, the foam slides. 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 Yeah. yeah. There was just so much of that everywhere. I actually had a hard time because one of the questions when we were on the stage was we were talking about like what were some of your favorite tables, what were some of the pairs you you saw. And we kind of discussed that before. And I was like, yo, like, I actually need to go look at the tables. Like, I actually needed to go take a lap because when I did the lap on the first day, 
it was like junk, 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 and not junk that it's bad, but it was just like it's a table, all the same, all the same, all the same, all the same thing. So it's like okay, I'm I'm not even gonna look what's on there because they have a table of all of those, and nothing wrong with those shoes. But Rich, you talked about getting your DV sixes at Sneaker Con, right? Like that table was a great twos, twos, like sorry, DV twos, DV twos. But I mean, like they had so much stuff on that table, right? Like even take out the DB stuff that they had on there. They had a great selection of stuff on that table. Right. And like, you just don't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's I equated to like, you know, we've done all the sneaker cons, right? So like to go from the first show to the diversity of stuff that we've seen, obviously you had like your easy and all that. Cause at that time, that's what people was buying. But the tables I felt were just more diverse in terms of like more selection. And as the years went on, it just got so generic and it's just, it, it, you know, I get it, right? But at the same time, it's almost like a slow death. It's like the way I looked at it, like, just yeah. just to watch it from going, seeing what it went from to where it's at, right? It's just like, yeah. like is this what it is now? Like, yeah. you know, it, just like the same shit. And it's conversations that you don't get to have now, right? Like, I thought we had a pretty decent table in terms of the spread of stuff we had in there, right? Like, Rich had an original pair of the Claw Air Max ones, the Easy pair. That's the right one, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, I had a pair of the Kyrie. I want to say it was three or four Bruce Lees. The Bruce Lees, yeah. We had Pine Green Air Jordan ones, the first versions on there. Like, I'm, I'm blanking on some of the other stuff we had, but like, we had some good stuff on our table, right? And well, I brought I brought those Flint Grade 12s as well. Flint or Grade what? 12s, yep. Like, there was a good selection of unique stuff on that table. I think I brought my Calvin Bailey nines there. Black Toe 14s. Like we had a good selection of stuff on that table. And we didn't really have a lot of people that were either A coming up to a table to talk to us about those pairs that they saw on there. Or, you know, like even or did they even know it. about them or interested in them? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so it's kind of tough to see that. Like I feel like everybody came up and they were asking about like, didn't we have a pair of Yeezys on the table or something? Oh yeah, we One, we had like those 10 minutes. Yeah, for like 10 minutes. Yeah, we had Yeezy slides. So yeah, it was I'm... kind of funny to see. I think I bartered a pair of shoes and ended up getting like a, a pair of the easy slides in the deal. And the easy slides sold like 10 minutes later. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. I had all these shoes that have been sitting here for hours. As soon as I get my hand on the easy slide, it's gone. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and at good prices too. They were, it wasn't like we were trying to gouge anyone, but Mm-mm. I don't think, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to play that whole, whole, like, you know, you don't know anything about sneakers role and all that shit. Like, how come nobody knows about the history? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I get that fashion changes. Like, we got into sneakers for fashion. Like, I know that that's what one of the main reasons why I got into sneakers was, was fashion, 100%. Right? Oh, yeah. So, I get that whole thing, too. So, you know, Yeezy Slides is fashion. Foam Runners is fashion, whatever. But back then, it was like we wanted to learn more about the sneakers too. And I feel like that's lost. You know, there was more of a history and then that's lost. So. 100% man. And I'm the behind the history on some of this stuff. Right. But like, I, I want to learn, I want to have conversations with the, with people about it. I don't yeah. just want people to be like dope shoes. And then like, that's it. Like it just yeah. makes me so I've... shut off when I want to talk about sneakers, but like outside of this group and like, you know, a small group of people. Otherwise I have a hard time doing that. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just like super superficial at this point. That's kind of where like I see it. Where it's like for me sometimes it's it's challenging because you know I have a passion for this. You know what I mean? So it's like when you kind of see like where it's going, it's just like man, like you know. And I and I think even for myself, like that's why like even posting 
like on my IG, I've kind of like scaled back because I'm just like kind of turned off in a sense. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like, uh, like I don't know. I just I don't like where it's at. I see people and it's like you buying everything. You know what I mean? There's no way in fucking hell, bro. Like you like everything that's coming out. Like and maybe you do. You know, this is just this is just me thinking like out loud. I'm just like everything. Like I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, it's just like I, I find it's more like it's not the quality. I feel like it's the quantity. I think is is kind of where we're going. Where it's like the more you have, it's like you know the more of a collector you are, and it's like that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? There are people that are coming in and you know entry level or just getting into collecting, and they're no different than the person that has fucking 500 pairs. You know what I mean? So that's why I feel like you know it gets lost because people get so fixated on like. I gotta have every pair, and I mean, yeah, and I mean, we were all there. Like, I'd I'd be lying if I fucking said like at one point in time, like I wasn't copping fucking pairs for days. I was, but you know, you get to a point where you realize like it's it's not about that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's kind of where my shift has come in, and I'm looking at like you know the game and where it's at, and the photos, and it's just it's for me sometimes it's so overwhelming just to kind of see all of this, and I'm like, like we need to restore the feeling and kind of get back to. You know the basics in terms of like you said like those conversations and like i said it's 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 the quality man like you know you don't gotta have a hundred two three hundred pairs to be a collector man you know you can have a solid 30 yep you know that you really love you know and i would respect that more than the guy that got 400 pairs you okay. know and that's that and that's just me like my at, take at the end of the in. day you only have two feet or sorry you have two feet but you can only wear one pair of shoes right like <laughs> yeah i mean Unless it's a raging bull and a green bean. Then that's the exception. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and it's and it's no way, shape, or form to bash anyone that like like I said, if if you're buying pairs, you know, everything that's coming out of your cop and that you like it, cool. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just saying like, you know, I don't want to discourage the people who are getting into it that feel like, hey, I gotta have a hundred pairs. You don't. I will tell you you do not need to do that to feel a part of this. You know, if you have a passion for it, you collect. There's a lot of pairs I like. I just admire it. I don't need to buy it. Yeah. Right. I could like it, but not need to have it, you know? So just, you know, take that in consideration and don't get lost in the sauce, man. If we can pass down anything to you guys, it's not about quantity. You got to like the shoes, right? At the end of the day. Like, and I think the other thing is that you have to be able to decipher what's a nice shoe, but what's a shoe that I can look at and be like, I like that. Like, that's a nice shoe, but I don't need it. And what's one that's like, I need to have this in my collection. This is like, I love this model, colorway, story. Mm-hmm. And that's because you want to wear it. Like, yeah, you yeah. need it because you want to wear it. I, yeah. exactly, exactly. I agree. And again, going back to Falsey again, he said it best. Buy what you like and wear what you buy. Mm-hmm. I love that quote. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, you know. Stand by it, man. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll see things change just in terms of things that are being available, being available. Um, people, you know, learning, people wanting to educate as well. I'm genuinely happy that sneakers is as big as it is right now, but at the same time, it comes with a lot of negativity too. So, you know, we 100%. can do our best. we can do our part to change that by just, you know, showing people our side of things, and this is why we do it, and this is why we like certain pairs, or you know, whatever the case is. So. You know, hopefully, you know, like Rich has got, you know, his kids now are a little bit older and they're starting to appreciate. And 
you know, hopefully they'll want to learn about sneakers. And, you know, if that's going to be a, a hobby for them or something, then we can sort of pass on that knowledge. And I think that's what it's all about, just passing on that knowledge as much as we can, right? 100%. Like I said, this thing is, this game, it's inclusive and it should be inclusive, right? And that's why I say, like, don't feel like you need 200 pairs to be a part of this. Like I said, you could have five, 10 pairs, you know? So I think that's the message we need to pump out there is that, you know, especially for these kids coming up, you know, you don't need tons, you know, buy what you like. You know, my kids, like I said, same thing. I'm like, yo, get what you like. Like, fuck, if you like black air forces, <laughs> like <laughs> I'll copy black air forces. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it's just. But you can't just... like beat white air forces. That's not. No, but that. But no, that's what it's all about, man. Just yeah. being inclusive. No, I, definitely, I definitely think about this question a lot. And we ask this question a lot to our guests. But, you know, it's nice to sort of share thoughts, too. That's a good one, Rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Dope. All right. All right. I think we can wrap this. Yes, sir. We'll go to shout outs. I'll do the first one so I don't forget it. I'm sure one of you had this in there. Shout out to everyone who participated in the grocery store flex contest. Hey. We're currently in our third round. I've the been matches, the, the I've matches been have been pretty close, I must say. Yeah. Like there's been no real runaways with anything. So yeah. I, like I spent some time on that bracket. I had to tweak it quite a bit. So <laughs> it's it's a whole thing so i did the uh i kept the first eight competitors were in the first bracket because there's we didn't have an even amount of participants so the first eight or sorry the last eight people that entered were the ones that were in that bracket with the exception of wendell swadell because he won last time so i figured it was only right that he gets to the buy he gets the buy on that one that was the only exception but if i have any hints for the next time we do this i will say that is typically how i do the brackets so if there's you know got to be a first round first before we, and we have an uneven yeah. number i will get always your, yes get your entries in early because the last people who get entries in will always be the ones that have to go in that first bracket like as an example i believe our first winner crystal d she actually lost in the first round with a travis scott frag Ooh, yeah Ooh, yeah, yeah so, tough one if yeah, you had a buy that. maybe you might have made it through but yeah uh, mm-hmm. so granted i always try and match up fairly like you know you know, new balances are nice and all that kind of stuff, but they're probably not going to win in an Instagram vote competition against a Travis Frag, as an example, right? So, right. you know, <laughs> I always try and do a fair matchup. So if you're going to bring the heat, you're going to have a tougher matchup to start the first round off, no matter what. So we'll just say that. But yeah, shout out to everyone who's been participating, man. These are always a lot of fun to run. I do enjoy doing the brackets. They're they're fun to kind of match people up evenly. And uh, some of the winners, I've been surprised. I They weren't who I thought was going to advance through, but I've been happy to see some of the, the ones that have been going through. It's It's been good. We don't have a winner at this current moment when we're recording this. By the time this comes out, there will be a winner. So congratulations to whoever he or she is. It's going to have to be very generic. <laughs> we're not finished yet. So... <laughs> I'm interested to see, man. But no, they're very close. Like the race is tight. I like it. I'm not, not gonna lie, it not stresses me out. It stresses me out when I have to post these things that they're this close. <laughs> like I, it's nice to see, but it stresses me out. Like, oh my god, like how's this gonna happen? If I'm am I gonna be posting things and they're gonna be like a hundred people that come in and vote and change everything? It stresses me the hell out. But anyways, happy to see that it's it's close and there we've got some good matchups going here. Yep. Yeah, dope. Yeah, no, I don't know. Just I don't really have any shout outs. Just wanted to say prayers are with Damar Hamlin, I guess. You know, it's a really scary sure. thing to see on Monday Night Football. And I know people have been discussing this like crazy. You know, there's been a lot of controversy with, you know, people saying other stuff. Whatever the case is, like, let's forget about all that right now and just make sure that 
you know, he recovers and is able to play football again. So that's pretty much it for me. Yes, sir. I got a shout out. Uh, shout out to the homie Nelly, man. Nelly's always doing these little, um, he does kind of like these photos for these things. And he did a cool one for the gentleman that got injured. Uh, there was a guy actually at the game that had written on his sign praying for, for him. And then Nelly kind of did like a post for that. I actually posted it on my IG. So salute to the homie Nelly for that. He's always doing that. He did one for Pele as well, the passing of uh, soccer Pele, player Pele. So salute to Nelly on that. Oh, and Mike Will, I'll finish out. Salute to the homie Mike Will. We did our little mini camp. I, I can't even call that shit a camp. We <laughs> we, li- we lined up. <laughs> you linked up. Mike. You didn't even line yeah. up. You linked yeah, up. Yeah, we linked yeah, up. Linked we didn't up. even line up. But salute to, to the homie Mike Will, man. It's nice chopping it up, man. And, you know, got to talk a bit and shit. So definitely cool. If he brought you a coffee, he could have just said you went for coffee. Like, I mean, you wouldn't have even yeah, Pretty much. Like, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Salute to the homie, man. Dope. Oh, yeah. Colin? Shout out to Kali for not throwing up at the gym. <laughs> no, no promises come next week. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> so we got. All right. Awesome. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure you use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Tremsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Calling, where can they find you? I'm in IG at The Collywood Life. Juan had to jump off after his wares and pickups. I can't remember if he mentioned that or not, but he did have to jump off. But you can find him at 321. Message him about travel and kicks. Mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. <laughs> Best outro in the game. <laughs> and Rich, we're going to find you. You can find me on IG, Grow Status 13. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you all next week. Stay safe and be well. Yeah.